0: Listener supported KFUO, we are the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan, and this is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Hi, Pastor Worth. Hi Gary, how are you today? I'm doing well. I hope you're doing well as well. You know, did you have a chance to see the moon? I think it was Sunday night. The eclipse. Uh, it was really, right. really cool to watch and, and look at it that as, as that was happening. How's that fit in with God's creation?
1: Okay, I'm glad you asked. That's, that's <laughs> straight right, to the point there. My, <laughs> just straight to the point. That's what I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. So uh, on. Sunday night, May 15th, into early morning, uh, Monday, May 16th, there was a super flower blood moon. (laughs) So a number of things going on there. The, The moon was a little closer to earth in its orbit than it sometimes is. So that's what came up with the super moon, that the flower moon has to do with the season here in the month of May. And uh, the blood part of it had to do with the fact that there was a total lunar eclipse that we could actually see here. And uh, yeah, I was afraid the. Thunderstorms were going to make it impossible to see, but actually the clouds cleared and we had a great view of the moon uh, where I live, and we got to see the the total eclipse, and it was really really cool. Yeah. Um,
0: Paul Clayton, who used to work here at KVO did the morning show for many many years. He's retired now. He sent me a bunch of photos that he had taken of of the moon from his place out near uh, Washington, Missouri. So I've got I got not just to see it, I got to see some really cool photos that Paul took. So
1: it's well, amazing. Neat. Yeah, it is absolutely amazing when we see a lunar eclipse, and you may recall a few years ago, we got to see a total solar eclipse. Yeah,
0: that was awesome, too.
1: Yeah, really something. And I guess what I wanted to talk about today is something that our listeners may be interested in learning more about. Uh, Dr. Danny Faulkner, who's an astronomer, PhD astronomer, works with Answers in Genesis, and he has produced a lot of material about the solar system, the sun and the moon and the stars and so forth and how they proclaim uh, God's creation, their evidence of God's creation. And since we don't have a lot of time today, just focusing on the moon itself, you know, there are 177 natural satellites in our solar system orbiting other planets. We just have the one uh, moon, the satellite that uh, goes around our planet Earth, but our Moon is unique compared to these one hundred and seventy plus other moons that are around these other planets, uh, both in terms of its size, its uh, the plane in which it orbits, and therefore the effects that it has on planet Earth. Um, first of all, regarding the eclipses, solar and lunar eclipses, our sun is 400 times larger than our moon, but it's also 400 times more distant. So in the sky, they look to be almost the same size um, from the standpoint of somebody standing on the surface of planet Earth, which comes into play, particularly when you're talking about eclipses, particularly like a solar eclipse, for our moon to come between Earth and the sun and then block the view of the sun from Earth, you know, that's, you, that doesn't happen on other planets. But on planet Earth, that that matchup of uh, the size and so forth makes it so on planet Earth, you can see solar eclipses. It's really kind of an interesting thing there. Now, when it comes to a lunar eclipse, like we had the night before last, um, the Earth that comes between the sun and the moon and is Earth's shadow then that covers up the moon and makes it dark but notice it doesn't get completely black instead it turns kind of a reddish color because of the way Earth's atmosphere bends the Earth and refracts the, Earth's, uh, the sun sunlight around, and so it, it gives the moon that kind of a reddish hue uh, from Earth that's really awesome to see. And again, that's just kind of a unique thing here from the way planet Earth and our moon are. Something else that's kind of unique about our moon is the plane in which it orbits. So uh, since it, it orbits in kind of the same ecliptic plane as the Earth going around the sun, pretty close to that, just a, a few degrees off of that. And that's unique, too. It's not the other moons around other planets are not that way. And that has an effect on keeping Earth's uh, axis stable so that uh, that, 20-some degree tilt of the Earth that gives us our seasons, you know, if we didn't have the Moon orbiting at the distance it is with the mass that it has, uh, and the ratio of the mass of the Moon to the mass of the Earth, uh, we wouldn't have that effect to keep our axis stable, and it would, then planet Earth could not be hospitable to life because some of the time it would be too hot and some of the time it would be too cold in terms of which direction the axis of our, our, our tilt would be. So the moon helps to keep Earth's uh, axis at a, a pretty stable tilt there relative to uh, when it's going around the, the sun and helps uh, keep our seasons right and make life uh, possible on planet Earth. Also the matter of tides the effect of our moon on planet earth and the tides is very important too because if we if we were just a circular orbit and totally exactly in in the ecliptic plane you wouldn't get uh the tides the way they are now so that all over the earth and all the coastal regions north and south and everywhere in between the tides work to to keep the bays and and inlets fresh and keep the aerated uh, ocean water moving in and out and so forth. That's a really important aspect of keeping uh, the the seas and the coastal areas uh, fresh and, again, uh, hospitable to life and all the different kinds of things that we depend upon uh, for our food supply and so forth. So there are lots and lots of effects of, uh, of the moon that God created for planet earth and the more you study it especially when you listen to smart people like dr danny faulkner it's just really awesome and you realize this couldn't be an accident this didn't just happen by chance it's the way god created it so when you read in the bible in genesis chapter one you know when god said let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years and let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. And so there you see on the fourth day of creation, God um, created the sun, the moon, and the stars, and it was very good. And to this very day, they still carry out the the functions for which God created them. You know, if you were in church on Sunday, May 15th, the psalm for the day was Psalm 148, which is a psalm of praise in which the psalmist calls all creation to give praise to God. It begins, praise the Lord, praise him from the heavens, praise him in the heights, praise him all his angels, praise him all his hosts, praise him sun and moon, praise him all you shining stars, praise him you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens." So. Again, all creation, even inanimate creation, like the sun and the moon and the stars, praise God by carrying out uh, the things for which God created them, by obeying his commands to this very day, and that includes uh, the benefits that accrue to us here on planet Earth, that these good objects of God's creation, still serve according to his divine command. You know, when you read that Psalm 148 and get to the end, it calls upon people to praise God, young men and maidens, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his saints. We know that horn refers to the horn of salvation which ultimately is pointing to jesus jesus is the horn of god's salvation the promised savior who is not only a creator but also our redeemer who has restored fallen creation so that you and i now by god's grace through faith in jesus are part of his new creation and look forward to the time when there will be no more sin no more pain no more death but we will be part of god's new restored creation to serve him and give him praise in all eternity
0: Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment?
1: I would be happy to do so. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we do give you thanks and praise for all that you've made. The sun, the moon, and the stars, the work of your fingers. They give you praise as they serve you day and night. Help us, your people, to serve you day and night as well as we trust in Jesus, the horn of our salvation, who not only created the world and the universe, but also uh, redeemed us by coming into this sin-broken world living a perfect life for us, suffering and dying on the cross in our stead, and rising in triumph on the third day. May we, redeemed by his blood, trust in him for all that we need for this life and for the life to come, and to serve you in all eternity as your redeemed, restored creation. We pray this in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being on the program, Pastor Worth. You're welcome. We are listener supported KFUO. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO radio, and our webpage is KFUO.org.